everyone and welcome again to Coffee with Jesus. Today we're going to be diving into another aspect of leadership. It's amazing how often we are brought back to leadership just by going through the Bible. You cannot study God's word without coming face to face with the concept of leadership over and over again. God has a lot to say about leadership because he sees leadership not as a title or position, but as a vehicle through which he can bless his people. Leadership has always been a way God can bless people through a person, which is why he speaks so much into it, because we often make leadership about ourselves, not others. We mistake the purpose of leadership. So today, we're going to be speaking about a leader's perspective. A leader's perspective. That's the title for today. If you're new with us, welcome. We do this every Tuesday. Uh, we release a podcast, and the point of it is just to spend 10, 15 minutes together diving into Scripture and unpacking something that helps us either love Jesus more or display Him in a better way. So grab a cup of coffee or tea if you're in the car. I hope this helps you navigate traffic, whether you're on your way to work, dropping off kids, or wherever you're on your way to. I hope that this helps you. Please subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you are on, and give us a share or a, uh, on, on social media platforms. We'd love to get this out as far and wide as possible. Today, as I mentioned, we're speaking into a leader's perspective. And we're going to look at just a, a few words from the pages of Solomon in Proverbs. Solomon is a leader who led at an incredibly high level. If you if you have no context of who he was, uh, he led a nation straight after one of their most celebrated leaders in history, King David. And you and I know often when you have an iconic leader, the person who follows that iconic leader can never measure up. And so this is an incredibly difficult season to lead into. He also led a kingdom that was experiencing an incredible era of prosperity and influence. He wasn't just any leader. Solomon carried more influence than most of us can fathom. And out of that position, he writes these words. Proverbs 25, verse 2 to 3. It is the glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings is to search things out. As the heavens for height and the earth for depth, so the heart of kings is unsearchable. Just those few words. Here Solomon writes a few things that have massive implications if we would take the time to think through them. And this is true whether we are leaders or whether we are following a leader. It doesn't matter who you are. This, these few words have incredible implications. The first thought we need to get our head around is that God displays his glory by hiding things, and it is part of the mantle of leadership to seek those hidden things out. There is something about when God hides things where his glory is revealed. Again, there's this mystery element to our relationship God, the creator of the universe, displays his glory through placing things outside of our immediate awareness. There are some things that are hidden from everyone because he wants a leader to search it out. In other words, God intentionally creates a mystery in the life of a leader because in the mystery, the leader has to display faith and that brings glory to God. We mentioned this before in our podcast. Reason alone cannot navigate mystery, but faith can. Faith can traverse mystery. Faith can traverse the unknown. What does this all mean? It means that leaders have to become comfortable with not having all the answers. Leaders need to be okay living in a place of mystery, of searching out the things that God has hidden. Sometimes as leaders, we feel the need to have all the answers. 
And I want to encourage you, if you are a leader at any level listening to this, often we can feel the burden of always having to say the right thing, know the answer, be everything to every single person. There's a phrase I came across once. The, the, the phrase was omniproficient. In other words, leaders today feel the need to have the answer to every single situation. We try to have the answers to every problem. As a pastor, uh, there's the burden. If I feel like I need to be omniproficient, I need to have a business strategy for the businessman. I need to have uh, the, 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 the strategy for education. Uh, and so we feel like we have to be able to speak into every sector and space of society. But that's not what God calls us to. He doesn't call us to have all the answers. In fact, he calls us to live in a place, place of unknown. And if we're a leader, according to these verses, it means that when we don't have the answer, God's glory is revealed somehow. When we're searching stuff out, God is glorified. We need, secondly, like if this is true and, and a leader has to be comfortable with mystery, a leader has to be comfortable without having all the answers, that also means as followers, we need to be comfortable following someone who is in that place of mystery. Think about that for a moment. Often as followers, we look for the wisest leader, the, the leader who seems to know it all, who has all the answers. But what if a good godly leader is constantly in a place of mystery and searching for what God has hidden from them? A good godly leader will navigate something that may not make sense to us, but it's what God is trying to reveal to them on the other side of their searching. When a leader is in a place of searching and uncertainty, that's a good thing. Can I say that again? When a leader is in a place of searching, a place of mystery, that's a good thing because he's in a place where God's glory can be revealed in him and through him. In other words, when a leader doesn't have the answers, it's something to be celebrated, not condemned. Is the person you are following figuring something out right now? You can tell they're navigating something. They're trying to figure it out. They might not even be able to articulate it. They might not even be able to explain what they're going through. But internally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, they are figuring something out. Something is hidden. They don't know what it is, but they are searching. Again, they may not be able to articulate it. And it may come across as a level of uncertainty or not having the answers. It may come across in a number of ways. And instead of just looking at the symptom and diagnosing the symptom, maybe we look a little bit deeper and understand, hey, my leader is searching something out. And in the searching, God's glory is revealed. My leader is navigating mystery. So first off, can we understand that part of leadership, part of a leader's perspective is looking into a fog. It's living in mystery. And this is something we should celebrate both as leaders and followers again because in this process god is glorified god has chosen this process as one of the ways he gets glory in his creation so that's the first perspective the second thing that solomon shares with us from his perspective as a leader is that the heart of a king has depth to it and height to it that are both unsearchable the words here uh, speak to depth and height uh, and it says that it cannot be figured out more simply Here's a better way of thinking about it. There is stuff going on in the hearts and minds of leaders that others cannot comprehend or grasp. This is not a commentary on the intellectual level of the leader or follower. It's not saying that the leader is, is thinking about things that poor little followers will never grasp. No, that's not what it's saying. It can sound like we're putting leaders on a pedestal. This can seem like we're trying to say, if you aren't a leader, you just won't get it. So it's almost like a, a cop-out. It may sound like an excuse but it is exactly the opposite. 
This is a moment where God is giving you as a follower the option of submission. And we know that submission is actually a blessing from God. When we submit to others, we experience what Jesus experienced in the Garden of Gethsemane, what he displayed to the world. So when we get an opportunity to submit to anyone, what we're getting is an opportunity to reflect Jesus in and through that submission. We're getting an opportunity to experience more of Jesus in and through that submission. Now, why do I, why do I equate this to submission? Why do I say all of this? Well, submission is easy when you have all the answers. You completely understand the leader's rationale and you agree. Submission is easy in that place. Submission is easy in agreement, understanding, and everything's clear. However, remove these things and submission becomes very difficult. If you don't understand why the leader is choosing what they're choosing, if you don't understand their thought process, their emotional connection, if, you, if, they, if they're having struggle articulating their plan, their purpose, their vision, then submission is difficult. And here Solomon says, that's actually by design. That's by design. God has done this intentionally. Perhaps God makes it this way so that we can experience and express submission in a way that doesn't make sense to any other culture, any other one in the world. What this means again is that God has created a system where the thoughts of a leader are incomprehensible to followers, not because of bad communication or because there is insufficient intellect or because the leader is hoarding information he doesn't want to share correctly, but maybe it's because God is giving us as followers an opportunity to submit where we don't have all the answers. Might the fact that a leader's thoughts and heart is incomprehensible, might it be by design so that you and I can submit where no one else would choose to submit. So to bring this all together, here are some thoughts real quick. If you are a leader, what are you searching for? Where is their mystery? If there is no mystery in your life at the moment, perhaps you need to press more into Jesus. What is hidden from you? What feels like it's just out of your grasp? If you could just push through the fog, just push through the moment, you would take hold of it. But at this point, it's hidden, it's, it's obscured, it's out of reach. What is that for you? And perhaps that's an inclination, an indication of where God's trying to display his glory in your life. Perhaps as a leader, your ministry, your, your vocation is going okay, but your relationship isn't. There's something not quite right in your relationship and you can't figure it out. Maybe God wants to get glory in your relationships. Maybe it's finances. Maybe, it's, maybe it is your ministry, your vocation, whatever it is. What is beyond you? And do you see that search as a vehicle for God to get glory? So as a leader, can I encourage you, where's the, where's the mystery? Where's the mystery? Secondly, if you are following a leader, if there is a leader in your life who has authority over you in whatever capacity, it might be a relational authority, it might be a business authority, it might be a spiritual authority, governmental authority, can we as followers celebrate instead of condemn mystery in a leader's life? Can we celebrate the fact that our leaders might not have all the answers? Can we celebrate the fact that they may be searching, they may be figuring things out? Can we celebrate that? And secondly, can we submit without understanding, even when it doesn't make sense, when it's unclear, even when it seems like to us, they haven't thought it through, they don't have all the answers, can we still submit? Because in that submission, we honor God and we experience more of Jesus. And so that's my encouragement for us today. Leaders, push into the mystery and followers, push into submission.
Let's celebrate this idea of, of mystery. Let's celebrate this idea of not having the answers, not knowing where to go. And in that, let's celebrate one another. I pray this has encouraged you. I pray this has perhaps given you a new perspective on leadership in general. And that throughout the rest of this week, you would experience God's goodness and grace in your relationship with those you lead and those whom you follow. Have an amazing week, everybody. Once again, subscribe, share, do all the things, and we will see you again next week for Coffee with Jesus.